welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. So how are you doing, my friend, my warrior? I certainly hope you are doing much better this week. So I'd like to ask you to please go to my website, marymac.info, and sign up for my mailing list. In recent weeks, we've seen the failure of some social media platforms, and not just because the platforms were taken down for a time and there was no explanation, but also because social media platforms are now taking down at random different posts that they do not like. Well, the last time I checked, we still lived in a free nation, and we still could use our voice to proclaim whatever we like or dislike. But there are people at tech companies who are deciding against that. And as a result, we aren't communicating in a good fashion. But if we can communicate via email, I'll have the ability to not only send you my thoughts on various issues. But each week, you will be able to receive my email, which goes out to tell you where you can find my blog that's attached to the latest episode, and also what the latest episode is and where to find it. And that would make me so happy because I'd know that I have direct contact with you. So could you please go to marymac.info and on the left-hand side, click on the box or watch for the pop-up and just simply add your email, your name, where you're from, so that I can get a good picture as to who you are and get to know you. And thanks so much for doing that for me. In this episode, I'd like to continue my discussion about infant death. Today, I'd like to talk to you about sudden, unexpected infant death, known as SUID. And there are two different types of death. First is sudden infant death syndrome, which is called SIDS, and also known as crib death, because usually the child who has died was in their crib when they died. The other is accidental suffocation and strangulation in bed. Now, when a child dies of SIDS, there is usually an investigation because they've died before their first birthday, and it cannot be explained before a thorough investigation is conducted. And unfortunately, even after an autopsy and examination of the death scene, 
and even a review of the child's medical history, there just may be no explanation as to why that little one died. Now, in accidental suffocation and strangulation in bed, it is the leading cause of infant injury death. Now, unfortunately, suffocation can come from soft bedding, such as when a pillow covers the infant's nose and mouth. Another tragedy is when another person rolls on top of or against the infant while sleeping. Oftentimes, a parent will bring the child into their bed after a mother has fed them, and unfortunately, instead of bringing the child back into their crib, the child is suffocated when the parent rolls on top of them during the night while sleeping. This is especially tragic because the severe guilt is immeasurable. Also, when a child is wedged or entrapped between two objects, such as a mattress and the wall, a bed frame, or even furniture, and also when the child is strangled, when the infant's head and neck become caught between the crib rails or another structure. Losing a child this way is so exceptionally painful. And the other ways that infants die is everything from a young infant being diagnosed with cancer or some other tragic illness. There are accidents, perhaps by being dropped or falling down the stairs or falling out of their crib. They may have been in a car crash. They may have been murdered. There are so many times when a child is in their bed and a random person shoots up the street with bullets flying into bedrooms and into living rooms and the youngest of children are killed instantaneously by a bullet. And it happens way too often these days. There is also shaken baby syndrome, where a person shakes the child so violently that it kills it, or severe abuse of the child, and other horrible manners of death. An infant may also die after a difficult birth and live many months in the NICU or neonatal intensive care unit at the hospital. Their parents visit diligently so that the baby they love will come home with them one day. But unfortunately, along that route, the child took a turn for the worst and died in the NICU, never having had the opportunity to come home and for their family to see them and for their other brothers and sisters to enjoy them. The loss of a baby is often considered to be one of the most painful experiences that anyone can have. The loss of that infant can be sudden and shocking and also follow many months in the neonatal unit of the hospital. When you lose a baby, 
it means the loss of dreams for that child's future. And parents may feel that they were robbed of the time in getting to know their new child. And family and friends never even got to meet that child because the infant loss follows a short life. And some people find loved ones treat that loss as if it was so insignificant. After all, you can have another child. And this thought and this expression can also do such emotional damage to the couple who has lost this child. So let's look at how infant loss can affect you, your spouse, and your family. First of all, there is a stigma surrounding a baby who has died. For example, a pregnant family member might blame the death of a newborn on a mother's habits while pregnant. And this stigma can lead to feelings of isolation, guilt, and even anger by the birth mother. Also, self-loathing. SIDS and accidental injuries such as falls can be leading causes of infant deaths and parents whose children die of these causes may have extreme guilt and constantly second-guessing themselves, which can trigger self-loathing. Also, family trauma. The loss of a baby affects the entire family, and siblings may not know how to process this loss, so parents really need to take the time to help young children especially, even older teens, who are experiencing now what might be their very first death loss, the very first time they've ever encountered anyone dying. And here it is, their baby sister or baby brother. My book, How to Help a Grieving Child After a Loved One's Death, is available on my website, marymac.info slash books. And you will find that to be extremely helpful in how to handle and what to say to your surviving children after they've experienced the death of their younger brother or sister. It's available in ebook format. It's available right there on the website, and I encourage you to pick it up and start using it to better help your surviving children who are going to need a lot of love, care, and attention as they also grieve the death of their brother or sister. Also, too, it's important that you help your family members and friends to thoroughly understand the magnitude of your loss. They may think that your loss will be not as intense because the child was so young, but that is so far from the truth. Every death is meaningful to you. You will not see that child grow up. You will have lost all the years you thought you were going to have with them, all the dreams you were looking forward to, how you would walk them down the aisle and celebrate their graduations from high school and college, how they would be a part of your family, all these dreams, these dreams that will not come true. 
There can also be physical challenges for the mother who might have gone through a difficult pregnancy, running back and forth to the NICU, trying to do everything they could to help that child survive. And now they're exhausted, and so is the dad. And so are your older children, because they saw you go through this, and it didn't have a good outcome. Do what you need to do to help yourself. Get good rest, good nutrition. Help yourself to take time. Take time out for yourself. You need to regain your mental and physical strength. And also, the relationship between the mom and dad. It may have been very strained because so much of what was going on was about the baby and helping it survive. If, for instance, it was in the NICU. It is a deep sense of sorrow and everyone grieves in a different way. And so when, for instance, the mother is feeling a little better today, the father might come home and be very sad, very depressed, and not want to talk about it at all. And so it's a sense of walking on eggshells, because you're really not sure if you should be happy with the other person or bring yourself down a little bit to be sad with them. And so the relationship between the parents needs constant care. And each one will be asking themselves, what more could I have done? What could I have done differently? Would it have made a difference if I did this or that? We go through the what ifs. What could have been? What if they could have developed into a bright young child? I won't have that in my life any longer. Our family is not complete. And we will have to go forward knowing that one of us are no longer with us. So now let's look at some ways that we can help someone who may have lost a baby. First of all, you want to encourage them to talk about that little one and acknowledge the loss rather than trying to hide it. Because talking about a baby and using their name is by far a wonderful way to honor the memory of that child. You want to talk about the baby at different milestones, like its birthday and at holidays, and include them. You want to talk about how the baby affected your life if it did. You know, even little newborns have certain personalities. Their smile, the way you might have cuddled them, the way they looked at you, how they held your fingers so tightly. Those are all wonderful memories. You would never tell a parent that another baby would replace that loss because one child could never compare to another. It would be wonderful if you would bring over meals or send gift certificates or send food from a store so that the parents wouldn't be so overwhelmed. 
And mostly, it's so important, as I have mentioned in previous episodes, that the very best therapy you can have is to find others who have gone through the exact type of death that you've endured. And as in previous episodes, go to the show notes and I'll have all the links in there for various type of support services. Call them up or look at their website and find a group or support person near you and connect with them. And if the child died in the NICU, they may have a support group right there at the hospital. So see what's available to you, but please, I encourage you that you and your husband do need to go to these support groups to be with other families so that you can speak with other mothers and fathers can speak to other fathers. It's very important that fathers be acknowledged for the grief that they are enduring because usually we spend a great deal of time worrying about the moms which there's nothing wrong with that. But we cannot, and we must not, overlook the sorrow that the dads are also feeling. My friend, this is one of the most difficult deaths, especially if the child was in the NICU for a long time. You had the best of intentions. You really looked forward to that child coming home. In other cases, You never had any idea that they would die from crib death. None. They were perfectly healthy. Everything was fine. And this shock came along. The shock that ruined your world. Be good to yourself. Take time to be together with your spouse. Cling to each other. Grow with each other. Grieve with each other. I'm sending you my love and hugs. So now it's time to get up and dance, dance, dance. And I know you are so sorrowful right now, but use this as a way to change your state. Dance with me now. Thank you for joining me today. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review my podcast wherever you've listened to me. Write five things in your journal each night that you are grateful for. Don't forget to keep up with that. And do go over to marymac.info slash books and pick up my book to help you with your other children who are grieving. And mostly... I want you to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.